0: Oh snap, it's recording. (laughs) Hey guys, you're with your girl, LG Savage, and today we're going to be talking about different topics. You already know I'm considered a music nerd based in Florida, so today will mostly consist of talking about music. So, here we go. Okay guys, so today I'm going to be talking about something I've even told my friends about. I kind of discussed it with them. And I wanted to have people on for this, but everyone was busy, so it is what it is. You know, this idea, it just kind of popped into my head while listening to Goblin. And me just saying, Goblin might not hit people right off the bat, but if you listen to Tyler the Creator, Yes the Rapper, then you know that that's his and you have a moment of realization. So let the album just set in, think about it for a minute, or a second, (laughs) Wouldn't the album be great if it was adapted to, like, a film or, like, an indie film, short film, anything? Something like that. That's so much that occurs throughout the album, making it can almost be mind-boggling. I know most people, when ranking Tyler's discography, would put Goblin at the low because it's... Some people think it's the weakest of the bunch. But sometimes I want to disagree with it because it, like, paints a really good image, very detailed image... Using sound, melody, and lyrics, and it works well, showing some darker parts of the human psyche. Recently, I have been listening to Goblin on repeat for a few weeks. And, well, I truly don't know. Maybe it's the sense of darkness and pent-up anger you can get from the project. And, yes, there's a couple of songs that display love in a unique, not healthy way. But with Tyler talking about what he feels and things, you know, stuff like that. I also have been watching a lot of indie movies, short films. So I guess that's how it's just a mixture of all this stuff that I've been media I've been getting in this is kind of how the idea came about. Honestly, I can see it working. I don't know about everybody else, but how I see it is that the lyrics easily builds up the stories and and it does a little something more. Tyler having talk with his therapist and him battling with what he feels. Um, following falling in love, but finding out it won't work out because she got back with her nigga. How, now I've probably lost you, but I'm gonna reel you back in. If you know anything about Tyler, you know, if you have been listening to all his music from his mixtape to his present day albums, you know he has evolved as a person, but also as an artist. And, but with Goblin, I think that was just back then that was his raw emotions and those raw emotions are some of the emotions that people don't want to talk about the darkness that surrounds us when we utterly feel lost confused and angry you know just not knowing how to deal with it and i think he used that album as a great outlet now with all that information don't you think that would make for a perfect film during the Album Tyler has like multiple personas slash egos that could be played by different people, and at the end, it could be like a big reveal that Tyler is actually the only one there in reality and He used those personas to cope with and deal with things that affected his mental stability and just how he was going through life and instead of me just talking about the film are like bringing up these ideas. How about we break down the album and all the songs in their all beautiful glory and just sit here and maybe make a storyline from all the songs. And for this, I will be using the deluxe version because why not? That's the one that's on Spotify. And I think it just will help make the movie or the idea of the movie that will never come into existence, just I think it'll just fill it out better, and you can get a full rundown. So, let's hop in. Okay, so we have the first track, Goblin. It's kind of lyrically all over the place, but at the same time, it's not. Because he's talking about different things in his life and what he's been going through. And I think in the film, if it were to adapt over to the film, Goblin would be, of course... There's audio of him talking with the therapist. This is the opening scene. He'll be talking with his therapist. Kind of getting everything off his chest. And if this were to be adapted. It'll probably be like a dark musical. Because this album isn't the most easiest to digest for any mediocre music listener i think this is an album that's acquired taste i guess are you people who just have very broadened horizons for what they listen to so goblin goblin yes will be tired of talking with the psychiatrist getting things off his chest p if, he, if you know before goblin he actually released his next tape so he had got a bit of hype you know kanye was shouting him out and he was kind of just trying to figure out what is it for and why am i you know what is this for what am i doing kind of getting things off his chest starting it off nothing too too heavy everything he basically said was pretty easy to digest for the most part but it's basically him also talking about you know his dad him not knowing his dad and never being able to meet him so that in the movie would just be him talking with the therapist and I'm just kind of breaking down the song so you kind of get the gist of where we're going and how the film and maybe the tone will be a little dark because the album is kind of dark in a sense it has very dark tones he says some things that most people would consider horrorcore and people did consider horrorcore when the album did come out and it did drop but of course Tyler was saying that his stuff was not horrorcore in my opinion, I've heard way worse stuff. So, you know, I wouldn't give it the band of horrorcore automatically. Or at least I didn't. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's that and that. But it's whatever. Uh, So, yeah. That's basically the first uh, opening. The intro to the film. The intro to the movie. um, Have all the titles of who was in it. Credit titles. If you ever seen the album cover with the original one of um i don't think it was the original but the deluxe is tyler with black eyes and he's looking you know how they have that print for a goblin i think that would be good for like the intro when you naming all the people and giving like the post credits is what they call yeah that so i think that would be a good font and then the title card would be goblin and then you go in and you see him talking with the therapist and yeah that's kind of just of the beginning so, the next track, Yonkers. I think this one is a pretty important track as well, going in. Because this track introduces Wolf Haley in the album. For this, just this album, without looking at his past work. This is where Wolf Haley is introduced. Wolf is the idea of extreme coolness in Tyler's mind. And he also admires him, but he argues with him in many songs. Like, when, um... Wolf says, "Green paper, gold teeth, and pregnant gold retrievers, all I want." Tyler says, "Dime and I don't need them." He's basically kind of juxtaposing him. It's a side that something he might want, but in reality, he probably doesn't need. So it's kind of like the two people are like his himself and the persona are always kind of combating. So I think that would go in great. Now, maybe we can have, like, this, maybe, like, a, hmm, how do I say it? Like, a, maybe, like, a douche-type character playing Wolf Haley, and his name will be Wolf Haley, you know? You don't have to change the name for the film, because it's, like, based off the album, so it doesn't have to be, like, real and, or like, in deep, grounded reality. He can walk around and call himself Wolf Haley in the movie. Uh, So, he and him... I think this is where they meet. And Tyler is kind of just like... I want to say Tyler is just like... They're arguing and talking with each other. And this is after he leaves his therapist. Or maybe it's like a... Not leaves the therapist. He's still with the therapist. But it goes back in time. I feel like that would go great. Because Yonkers dropped before Goblin was out. It was kind of like a taste of what was coming to happen next. And everybody kind of just like popped off. And everybody kind of liked the song. Because of the production. And it was just kind of... Da, 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 da. Yeah, you, you know if you heard the song you know what I'm talking about. I didn't kinda hit it. But you know what I'm talking about if you heard the song or you know the album of course. It's like maybe he's like telling like it's basically him t- he starts the saying like he's gonna tell the therapist something and it kinda just rolls back into time where he and Wolf Haley were arguing and it leads to leads into the track and that's kinda how the track goes down he already has a music video for it where he sits and eats cockroaches and you know talks about some stuff but uh if it was in the film it which it would be it would kind of pan out like that like him talking to the therapist and going back in time and kind of explaining what happened and the argument with him and wolf Haley. and because they always are basically wolf Haley is always like contradicting him in a way it's like I think it will work out very well. So, like a douchey character for Wolf Haley. So, yeah. That kind of will be how it plays out. <laughs> so now we're coming up on Radicals. I think this is one of the more in your faces songs. He even gives you a warning but for the song, so you know it's gonna be some messed up crap in the song. Uh it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be going in my first innocent I was like, hold up, wait a minute, y'all oh, just about to be bad. And I heard it, and I was like it's bad, don't get me wrong not bad in the sense of the song is not good I'm just saying what they're talking about but then he you know clarifies that it's not him telling you to go actually do anything bad like shoot up a school or anything it's him telling you if there's something you honestly want to do do it and I kind of was I didn't struggle but I had to think on this one in a minute because like Goblin went into Yonkers and I was able to get that flow and structure perfectly and it worked so well but now we're going into Radicals and I was like how am I going to fit this into the film and I was like snap I got it so after Yonkers, Yonkers therapist is talking to him and kind of giving him advice quote unquote and just kinda of like talking and you know therapists you talk to the therapist, they say something bad, kind of like that, and he talk- he talks he's he's talking so much that Tyler kind of just blanks out, and he kind of just like pictures like a war zone and him and the the future wolf gang. Are just like going at it, and it leads into the song Radicals, where they just kill people, bomb, and just forget school. I think that goes in good, it won't mess up the plot of the story at all. And honestly, it doesn't, it's cohesive. Tyler blacks out because he doesn't want to hear what the therapist has to say, he doesn't think he cares about him, so he kind of just goes into a deep kind of daydream about radicals and kind of just it's a war zone and he's just everything is chaotic and crazy it's almost like i said a war zone essentially i think that could work really well <laughs> and me thinking about it right now i can see like the Wolfgang and like army attire or not army attire but like camo you know that'll actually be lit I would love to see a music video for that never gonna happen but anybody want to make a fan made video (laughs) just give me credit for the idea and we're set we can (laughs) talk about it but no I can really see that and it goes in fixing the structure so yeah okay fourth track she now if you already know you know she is our. there's already a music video for it, and it the song features frank ocean he devo- he does the chorus and provides the first verse and the video actually fits in perfectly once the therapist has somehow got Tyler's attention and can pull him back from his daydream from radicals he asks he acts I don't know why I put the s on that. He's that he's asking him hey man. Uh, is there like anybody or anything that anything you've done recently that's like interesting or just anything that would spark up the conversation that would lead him into she and then as he's telling him it kind of goes back in time like it did with Yonkers and then that video kind of plays out and you see it and he's telling the story and that's just he's telling telling quote unquote singing telling the story she if you watch the music video, think that will already fit perfectly. You just kind of make it seem like he's talking about something that already happened in the past. Then it plays out. That one is pretty... Doesn't need too much explanation because if you watch the video, then you have that kind of plot line for that. So I'm not going to spend too much time on this song and how it will fit into the film. Just the therapist sparking up or asking a question or saying something that makes Tyler talk about what happened for that video of she him falling in love with a girl, kind of stalking her in a sense. So, yeah, that's kind of the gist of that one. On to the next. Bruh, this is low-key one of my favorite. Like, if I had to pick a top three songs, this is in my top three songs. Transylvania is basically Tyler talking about killing women and, you know, basically having them as slaves, per se. And... I know the content matter and the subject he's talking about isn't the best, but the song is just kind of like the chorus to me is catchy for some reason. And I just kind of like the song. So with this song, this is one of the songs I also was trying to figure out. How would you pinpoint it into the film? Because it's like, it's kind of a change in tone from she going to this. Like she's kind of like a weird love story in quotes. Well, this one is just him saying, like, I don't, basically saying I don't respect women. They don't mean nothing to me. So, I was wondering, like, maybe as they go back in time, Tyler somehow just, the therapist is talking again. And, of course, sparks up the debate. For Transylvania, and once again, woo woo woo, goes back in time to a point where Tyler had something. He did something, and he actually got caught for this, which kind of kind of explains why he's always having to go to the therapist for his problems. But yeah, <laughs> so it kind of shows some of the events because the way he, the way he's talking, like this is like gory and bloody and messed up. And if you're going to see a film about Goblin, you're probably going to want some of that because why not? <laughs> That's just like what we came here for. And it just the thought of that being ended and just like, whoa, wait a minute now. And it's just like, wow, man, I, I would have never thought that we would get this far with this. (laughs) I really was sitting down, like really planning how this movie would go and I was like, this would be great for a podcast. So look at us here now. But yeah. Again, therapist sparks up something. And Tyler talks about his past experience with why and what he did and how he got caught and why he's in visiting a therapist all the freaking time. He's probably in the shrink at this point, so yeah <laughs> next song please also in my top three we have the next song coming up nightmare i don't know why i said it like that but whatever okay so nightmare is basically him saying he's someone's worst nightmare just let me stop that's not what the song. the song is essentially that yes but it's basically him talking about he's no good to the world essentially not himself and how him being born and brought into the world was a bad thing and he probably shouldn't be here but he is so you know there's nothing to change that now unless he like dies or commits suicide which is something he also talks about of him he hasn't taken his life back and he already wants it back and I already know how this is gonna fit into the film this is how it's gonna go tyler let's just say we're gonna place this film in prison okay he's leaving the therapist to go to his cell or whatever and while he's in the cell he's thinking about all this stuff and all these thoughts and about his existence and how you know he hasn't taken his life and but he basically just lost it and I think that we're fitting good because, like, all the stuff he's done, he has to be in jail. So he doesn't specifically say he is, but we're going to say that he is, right? And that's it for that part, at least. Or at least that's how the film, in my opinion. I want the film to go. But uh, it's always, I feel like this part is always subject, subjectable to change because it kind of is in a spot where it's like, not in the middle of the album. It's still kind of early in the album. So, you know, it is what it is. But for now, it's kind of just how I'm panning it out to be. But, you know, that, that like I said, it's subject-able, subjectable to change. But, you know, we, we, it takes time to make a film, you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get there that later. Okay, so to the next track. We have Tron Cat. And if we're talking about the track before Nightmare the end of that... He introduces another uh, persona slash ego, which is Troncat. Tyler said, there's a voice in my head who tells me to do all these messed up stuff. And I don't want to do it, basically. Dr. TC Action. him, well, what's his name? And then he says, of course, his name is Troncat, as I basically just said. So, here he... Tron, I think I don't know if the song is in Tyler's point of view or Tron Cat, but I'm gonna say it's from Tron Cat, and it kind of just is like he's like taken over by this evil, corrupted mind that's saying all this messed up stuff because the song has a has a more than a few lines to appetite appetize your horror core. People, even though he doesn't consider it hardcore, yeah, I can get it. I can get it. Her worst thing, though, so. but yeah, the the song is a little iffy. So I feel like with that, I think the easiest way is just to, I don't know, I honestly, don't know, cause I I've kind of just been planning things as I go. This isn't scripted because I don't have time for that. I kind of just go with things as I go. I feel like with trying cat it'll just be him kind of just talking about it. And this is like one of those times where he did something bad and he's kind of just getting it off his chest. Even though technically it wasn't him, it's, in quotes, Tron Cat. Even though Tron Cat is him. So it kind of is like, uh, this dude's telling me to do bad things. But our reality is just something that you kind of, get in your head and kind of play over and over again because you know it's just how you cope it's how you deal with things like mental stability and stuff i was saying before and i think it just him telling the therapist hey i messed up i done some messed up stuff i'm gonna tell you a doozy what i did and you can figure out how you can determine how bad it was or how bad the things i did were you know so yeah. <laughs> it's this girl. Is what Tyler says when he's singing on this track. Her. At the end of Tron Cat, He says, well, tell me about her. I think that's what he said. Exactly. I don't remember. But uh <laughs> I feel stupid because I've heard the album so many times and I can't remember what the therapist said at the end of the song. Whatever. Let's get back into the film itself. So Tyler is talking about her we don't get a name we don't get a physical description we just kind of get that he kind of you know started talking to her and he kind of got the feels for her and kind of fell in love in a sense but of course it didn't work because the dude she broke up with her ex she immediately got back with him well not immediately but she got back with him in a short time span when Because Tyler was going to ask her out. But he realized she got back with her ex. And he kind of was out of luck on that part. But I feel like with this one, it could just be uh, like Tyler is talking with therapists. And therapists usually have like a table or a desk or something in there. I want there to be like puppets on the table. Kind of reenacting what he's talking about and like how he felt for her and all the stuff he talked about and you know what I'm talking about (laughs) so I feel like that would be cool because it'll be a different change of pace and just having people actual people going back in time it'll just be like on the table or a desk in that room while he's in that session These like puppets or dolls quote-unquote will reenact what he's talking about and what happened in the way. And I think it'll just be a cool change of pace. A little bit... Sty- it'll be like stylistic, artistic in a way. And I think uh, it'll just be a change of pace from just seeing people act out everything that's going on. And I think it'll be incorporated and I think it'll just kind of shake things up a little bit. Keep you on your toes for something cool that may happen next. Cough, cough. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of it for that part because the song itself kind of basically details everything that happened in that time and kind of how when he didn't get with her he kind of just lied to his friends and told them that man I didn't get with her because she moved to Nebraska and yeah I feel like that'd just be cool yeah. it's just different <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that dolls have never been used before in the short films, don't get me wrong. But for this short film, and it being like a darker tone because of the album being a bit dark at times, well, most of the time, uh, it'll just be a, a little, not light, lighthearted, but a little bit light on the eyes, a little light on the heart, in a sense. So it is what it is in that aspect of it. So Sandwiches. This one features Haji Beats. I actually really like Haji Beats on a lot of the Odd Future tracks. So seeing him on Tyler's debut album kind of sparked a little smile on my face. Like, hey, he's still rolling. So with this song, he brings up Odd Future, Wolfgang. The group that he basically essentially made, quote-unquote, because, you know, there were other people who went in and did a lot of work as well. So I'm never going to discredit them. But he uh talks about that and kind of just mentions them because he, they are, did help him get to where he was, kind of, sort of. Not fully, because Tyler did put a lot of work in on his own. Never discredit that, right? So with this one, I'm just thinking the whole room after drawing Cat and the puppets, uh, the whole room just kind of warps. And it kind of turns into like a... Animations, the last cartoon. And it'll be him standing on the stage saying... You know, when I say wolf, you say gang, wolf, gang, wolf, gang. You know how the song goes back and forth with the wolf gang part. So, he'll be on the stage. And kind of just repping the future wolf gang. And then, I know nowhere... You know, Haji Beats comes in. Because he features on the song, of course. And he'll be also animated. And... I feel like he could be animated or not. He could be, like, a human in the animation. Because it's, like, Tyler's mind. But Haji came in, he would still be human. So, it'll also show that Tyler's perception of the world is a bit whimsical. A bit out of place. Not completely sane. So, yeah, let's go with that. What Tyler sees, everything around him is in cartoon. But when Haji Beats comes in, he's human. Because Haji can see correctly. He isn't out of his mind or kind of off the rails a bit like tyler so they'll just be repping off future wolfgang and just singing the song and on the stage and kind of just going wild at it with the production and instrumental and everything playing you know i think it'll be cool fun like i said with the puppets a change of pace a change of scenery instead of just seeing everybody look exactly normal and kind of it messes with you, you know, and seeing as Highland's perception is really just out of focus, out of cocks, just out of, just, just messed up, you know, because he kind of basically has lost it, so, uh, you know, it, it'll work in its favor. Hitting up on another one of my favorite tracks from the album We Have Fish, and with this song, if you've ever listened to it, or listened to the album, you know this song is, two parts you have the song Fitch and then it cuts out for the second half when you go to bopping and I think this will be easier I'm going to go ahead and slice this so I'm going to say part one and then when I get to bopping I'm going to say part two so while we're in part one he's talking about one of the times where he kidnapped someone and you know he, he did some messed up stuff and I wanted to convey this Without it being so graphic, I want it to be more of it happening kind of off-screen. And it's more suggestive. I think that'll give you a more... It'll get your mind thinking a bit more. And it just... I don't know, it'll work better. I think when you see, like, if you watch a movie with a whole bunch of gore and it's right in your face, it doesn't get you as much as if the gore is off screen and you have to think about what's happening. I think that works better. It's a better tactic when making a film. So, you know, as he, kind of the events are playing out, you know, he takes it to the um, skating rink. And then, out of nowhere, it's like they're like chilling, and everything's cool, but then, like Tyler, you know something happens, and Tyler just kind of clicks and he just loses it, and then he does all this crap, but at the same time, he doesn't really he you can tell it's like a click in him. I'm not gonna say he loses, loses it, yes, he loses it because he basically tortures someone, but at the same time. It's almost like a, a calm click, like the, his posture, his body language just changes and all that's occurring and I just want it to be very suggestive of what's happening instead of it being right in your face. So that's basically part one. I want that to be told and maybe like a, another flashback per se because I feel like there's a lot of flashbacks, and I'm trying to cut back on that, but at the same time, if he's talking to his therapist, and it's just kind of like, well, if we want to see what's going on, it has to be done in a flashback, unless he like, escaped, but he, he, he didn't, so we're stuck with that, and part two, we're coming up on part two, which is part two, which is bopping is basically just saying how he don't mess with females because they be bopping. Meaning they have, like, STDs and just all that, man. Just all that great, beautiful stuff. And knowing this, he kind of just uh retells the events of when he was messing with a female who was bopping. And... <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but like he goes through the sexual encounter, kind of detail. He talks about how he kind of passed her to the gang, and they, you know, did what they did. And then maybe a couple days afterwards, he finds out that he may have something because this nigga burning and itching, burning and itching, and he just like, hold up, I can't do this no more. So he like, girl, you done gave me something. He was like, I didn't even really want you. I just wanted you for the throat. And we was going to leave it at that. But I feel like now, I don't know how this would play out in the film. Because like, we were talking about part one. And his occurrence of like basically kidnapping, torture, and doing what he did with that. And now we're going to like this more. Oh, I got it. So part one, black and white. And then we're going into color. <clears throat> Had to clear my throat there. Uh, part two will be in color because, like, the song is very upbeat, up tempo y kind of, even though the subject matter is pretty dark and not that it's just dark and not very lightful. But the song itself, like, you don't pay attention to any of the lyrics, which is kind of hard too because, yeah, the lyrics are very suggestive and just very in your face. Uh, you can't just if you just if you just heard the beat. Without the lyrics, you would think the song is kind of fire. The song is lit, up, beat up-tempo. So that's where the vibrant colors come in. The color code, I guess he can be. Because if you hear in the background, he has a couple of his friends. I don't know exactly which ones. I think it's Haji in them. In the back saying she's bopping. And it's like a shout-to-call response kind of thing going on. So like he'd be like, what is she, she bopping, like that. And I think that would be good if they were just, like, driving around. And it's just, like, colorful, vibrant clothing. Color palette is very vibrant, colorful. And they just kind of do that car response thing in the car while he's driving around looking for the next person he's about to mess with. Even though he technically might, may, or may not have anything. But, you know, how it goes. That's Tyler for you. So, I feel like that kind of concludes that song. And I guess we'll be going on to the next. (laughs) Analog. This song right here is very chill. It's a rap song you can play around your parents from the album. Because you can't really do that with any of the other songs on this album. (laughs) Surprisingly, yes, I know, Tyler. Back in the day, he was crazy. So with Analog, it's just saying, hey, we're about to have a good behind time. We're going to the lake. You're going to meet me at the lake. And we're just going to... Do whatever we feel. It's water there. We can go swimming, you know. Got food, picnic, the music. Shoot, you know. It's just... Nothing bad is gonna happen, you know. This song is just all about the good vibes. And, you know, just sincerely just wanna hang out, you know. Or at least, you know, that that is what's going on. <laughs> um, Of course, the beat is very spaced out with the bass, so it's almost like the beat is kind of like, it's an undertone of not being so preppy preppy, it's not beady beady, it's kind of upbeat compared to a lot of the songs on the album, but it's not the most upbeat thing you will ever hear. Trust me, I know. Um, And this one features Haji Beats, so he's about to make a reappearance appearance back up in this film. Yes, he is. So, I was thinking... At this point, we're kind of just going to throw all the logic out the window and this is not going to be a flashback. It's just going to happen. Uh, the thing is just kind of, I don't know, the camera shifts, spin, do do whatever, go into a whimsical, whatever it needs to do to place us by the lake. And I feel like Tyler can just be sitting there because Tyler has the verse, does the chorus and all that bullcrap. So you know, just saying me, me by the lady he'd be sitting there on his phone and then while he's rapping and doing the chorus, it'll shift the camera shift over a like God glide to Haji. Haji will do his verse and just kinda talk, you know, and rap what he needs to rap. Just camera glide back to Tyler. And then when it gets back to Tyler, him and Haji will be like in the same surrounded area. And then he'll do his decorus and his verse. And I feel like it's a very simple scene, act, whatever you want to call it. Very simple. Not a lot of work needs to go into this one. They just need to find like wooded area with a lake by it, honestly. And even then, we have green screen in this age. So that will be hecka easy for him. Tyler has money. He will never make this film. But if he were. And he were to use this idea. This is probably be one of the most easiest setups t- to create or slash do, you know? So, yeah. That's that. I guess we're going to be going to the next song. I feel like I'm saying it a lot. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I low-key almost wanted to skip this song and not even put it in the film. Because for me, it has no significance. It's a lit track. Don't get me wrong. But, uh... I don't know. I was trying to figure out how this song would fit in. How it would jump to, to get to this song. But at this point... We're just going to make something up. Because I feel like that's basically what I've been doing the whole freaking time. So, I feel like we're at this point. This song features Jasper Dolphin and Taku. So, those of you don't know. And you just like don't care. Um... They're members of Odd Future. Odd Future was a group kind of started by Tyler and a couple of others from the group. But uh, he does feature a lot of people from Odd Future, such as Frank Ocean, Sid The Kid, like I said, Jasper, Taco, all them, and Haji. So I was just like, okay, Let's make the camera do a wishy-washy, kind of magically appear to the next setting, scene, however you want to call it. And at this point, I kind of just, let's just do this. Tyler, Jasper, and Taco are just sitting down. And the camera will switch to them during their, when they're rapping their verses or whatever they're doing at that moment. And... I feel like that's the most easiest thing I can, that's the, that's the thing, I'm just trying to make this one, like, this song, I'm not trying to think too, too much on how you set it up, because I feel like if I do that, it's going to get way too intricate and kind of just make things harder for me to think up, so I think that's how I would do it. Uh, have them, yeah, just sit there. The camera switches to them when they're rapping or doing the chorus or verse or whatever they're doing at that moment in time. Uh, yeah, very simple, very short, very easy, nothing too crazy. The song is... It's, it, it is what it is, you know? If you listen to the song, you'll know what they're talking about, you know? G- getting it, basically, is what the song is about. So... Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful song. (laughs) Let me go to the next track, please. Bruh. Okay, so while they're sitting there at the end, of course, if you listen to the song, you can clearly hear him say their names, Taco, Jasper, yada yada, and he proceeds to shoot them. I do not need visualization of this because when after the bullet goes off, the other two start to scream. So he kills them, and yeah, that will occur- occur at the end of the act, so yeah, I almost forgot about that. I legit wrote it, and I just kind of like, yeah, I'm done, that's the end of it no they he he kills them guys he he kills taco and Jasper god jesus see this this is why don't ask me to make a movie. I kind of just did this in the spare of the moment and look at me now, one of the most. Emotional evoking, more deeper, more songs that were actually conveying real emotions was "Window," and I say this because me personally, you may have felt more emotion on "Goblin" or maybe even "Younger" or whatever track, but for me, this one hit home, and not because I could relate to everything they were saying, because I I, I really couldn't. Um. I guess we'll go in the order of each verse because each rapper is talking about their own like experience, like what they're going through then and there and just how everything is unfolding in their lives. Are they feeling good? The emotions, what's going on, you know, just easy stuff like that. So the first person to rap is Dhammo Genesis. And he basically he spends the whole time talking about how he loves to smoke. He's a stoner. That's just what he does. He's not ashamed of it, per se. But now that he has all this, you know, a lot of money, hype, he there's nothing stopping him from continuing to do it. It's not like he can't buy his own crap. He can clearly do that. So that's a, a ongoing theme for him. And then we have Frank Ocean. He's basically talking about when he had no home. He's he, After Hurricane Katrina, he had no home. So he had to find a place that he could call home. And, of course, he got with our future. And everything kind of just fell in place kind of for him in his favor, kind of him having people that he can trust. And he shouts out a lot of names of the odd future Wolfgang that he you know off the top of his head he was like man I probably missed a couple but I'm just trying to get y'all to understand that that is my group that's the pack you know and then Haji B talks about we just having problems with relationships per se and just how half of the time I uh, one of his relationships didn't work because of such and such uh events occurring that you you have no control of per se. Mike G is up next. He he's basically talking about how people were doubting him kind of like back then he didn't have it but now I have everything I want. I can buy what I want, I can get what I want. The only thing that's you know stopping me from getting to point A to point B is paparazzi. I'm cool. There's nothing stopping me in this life. There's nothing I can't do now because I'm getting fame and success. I got this whole group of people that I'm messing with our future. I'm just like I'm really living it right now. Nobody can stop me. And he's basically talking about how that feels, you know, being in that. And then last up, we have Tyler he talks about a couple of things about how like when he was younger when he was younger and he was in school you know he had like a therapist but the therapist was like man I can't help this kid but now he is like everyone is singing his lyrics he's like people's heroes cause back in the day nobody thought he was gonna do too much with his life but now he's you know, touring, getting money, got a group. He's doing what other people's, what other people told him he couldn't do, and he's proving everyone wrong. So, and then at the end, he's just like, you know, Tyler is like Elvis is out or something. Elvis, is, Elvis is gone. I forgot the exact lyric of what he said, but then he shoots and he he kills his friends and uh this is of course is gonna incur in dr tc's office which is the therapist that tyler is talking throughout the album with on a lot of the tracks so he shoots his friends they're dead he essentially has like a Breakdown, like man, you were supposed to help me, and I'm over here killing my friends. You really aren't doing anything to help me get through this in an effective way. I'm still crazy. I'm still, you know, going off on people when I probably shouldn't. It's not necessary. It's not needed. But I continue to do so. So you're not really doing what you you are supposed to be doing. You feel me? And basically, it just play out and the room where the therapist works god i'm um, i'm not even tired um but it'll happen and occur there and like that'll be good again the office is just an office with a therapist i would love to see like when they rap, it's like you know how when comic books have thought bubbles like speech bubbles but the are just like bubbles with like these swirlies indicating that they're thinking this i would love that to be above their heads when they rap so whatever they rap about like how damo said he was a stoner like he, he when he's talking his bubble will like have the weed symbol or marijuana symbol or whatever and it kind of just as they rap, it will display different things in the animation cartoonish style I think it'll just add something to it instead of just looking at them rap. I think it'll make the scene more pleasing to the eyes. It may just more interesting and you will actually probably want to watch it. So yeah, that's basically how it'll go down, how it'll work out and that. I think there's what, like one or two more songs. So we're getting through this. We're getting through this. <laughs> I think this is gonna be the song I talk about. The least because I I there there's not too too much I want going on around this because there's no lyrics it's just an instrumental, a beat almost like an interlude to what happened in window beforehand. Um, I feel like with this after Tyler gets done shooting his friends, um, there's a moment of like I don't know, not real realization because that happens in the next next track. He just kind of sits there and like a lot of colors, vibrant colors are occurring in the background, moving into the foreground, almost like, uh, what do they call them things? Like club lights, like green, red, blue, green, red, and blue are the colors I want foreshadowing behind him and moving to the front. And they're like orbs and I don't know. I really, I just think that's just a point where he's just like sitting there and the instrumental kind of plays in the back with the lights going on and moving all over the place. And it's kind of, it's just like Tyler, it looks like he's legitimately about to break. And I think that's perfect because there's not too much I want going on during this track because it's just an instrumental. So yeah that's that's basically the gist of what is going on so i guess we're going on to the last track so the moment of the truth the finale of the film let's get into it with golden yes a very simple track name but this song contains a lot of dialogue throughout the track which will go perfectly because then you ain't got to write nothing. It's already there in the song. Great. Less work for me. Uh, he basically talks about when he, he first started rapping, when he did it solo, when he did it with Odd Future, it was kind of just a getaway from what he had to do. It was just fun and games. But now that he's blowing up, he actually is work. He actually has to try to make good music, per se. And he's just like, man, I don't know if I can keep on doing this. I don't know if this is actually what I want. It's really dragging me, my emotions, and my sanity down. He talks about, like, suicide and wanting to end it and all that crap. And it's just, like, a very melancholy, I can't really say melancholy, a very uh, almost realization song uh he has to be as he's getting older he's becoming legal in the eyes of the law he has to be very careful about what he says because if you listen to the album you know you would think otherwise because tyler is very uh he's crazy he talks about rape uh STDs, uh shooting schools bombing places It's, it's very uh wild so when he said that i was kind of like Careful what you say, you kind of still going on that same path. But he ended up getting better with the next album project. Um, and he, like I said, a lot of dialogue, so that kind of plays through not throughout the track, but in certain parts of the track when he's not rapping, there's dialogue going on between him, the therapist, Dr. TC, um, and then like the nurse and security at the, closer to the end of the track. And, um, he talks a a lot about just like like uh him having love and hate and inside of him and he doesn't know how that works because it's like objects opposites attract and all that bullcrap and at this point I'm gonna get to the dialogue part because I feel like the song kind of explains itself better than I probably could so let's get into the dialogue part of it he just blurted out, Man, I killed my friends. You're not helping me. Um those aren't his exact words. But that's basically what he said. That is almost like ninety nine percent basically what he said. Um he it really just hit him that he just killed all his friends. Um so with that he's like, Man, you're not helping me and he basically goes on a rampant rage inducing just screaming he's like man i'm a table i'm a table and the therapist is like dude chill out i'm calling security so he calls security security is there the nurse is there they're like hey you need to chill out security please hold him down while i give him this dose or whatever that's gonna knock the crap out of him and he's like man nobody cares about me nobody cares about what i'm going through and therapist is like There is somebody that cares. You care. And he continues to say, I care as well. And then he was like, at the very end of the track, maybe the last 20, 15 seconds of the track, it's like Wolf Haley and all those personas and egos, multi-egos he has. He's like, I guess it just hits him hard and automatically and, and instantaneously that all that crap, was in his head it's just him he was like all that well Haley, it's tyler said it he said it's me and i think he just realized that all the stuff he did was not from because of a ego or whatever he did all of that but he was using those egos and personas to cope with the wrong he was doing He was using it to cope with his insanity. He was using it to cope with his emotions, what he was feeling with, how he was feeling, uh, the things he was going through, things he was doing. Um, And it's just like, bruh, that's the best. I think that's, in my opinion, like, for an album, that being, like, the last song of the album, it concludes the album so well because it's just like there's a good amount of stuff going on with the dialogue and rapping and beat playing but it's not too too much to where you can't keep up and at this point they're still in the office therapist office dr tc is still there he's talking the security the nurse they come in when the therapist calls him and like now i security it, it plays out basically how the song plays out if you listen to the song you can imagine the scene playing in your head legitimately you don't have to overthink it because the lyrics and all the dialogue going on in the song itself expresses what's going on in the track in the film and it's just beautiful i tell you beautiful how you can't get any better than that That's like the perfect track to end with. And I don't care what anyone says because I feel like, man, it's just perfect. I tell you, perfect. You really can't get any better than that with that. Let's go ahead, conclude things off, and just get to the outro because I know this podcast might be a bit long. So, yeah, let's, let's do this. So if you even paying attention to what I said at the very beginning of this, I said I wanted to use the deluxe version of the album, but I changed my mind. Um, the only deluxe song that I will be using for the film will be Untitled sixty three, um, and the only reason why I'm using that track is for the end credits. Every of course, everyone know what end credits are. They're not necessary because usually people, most people, don't watch the end credits unless they're like something else going on with the end credits so i think untitled 63 will be the perfect song to end off with it it is almost chill very electronic type beat i almost want to say not too too chill but it's very electronic like in a retro spec sense so of course in credits i don't know what font i want to go with i was thinking like going like you know at the beginning i had said if you look at the deluxe version of the album and it says goblin i was thinking that maybe at the end it'll do that again say goblin uh and just basically put everyone who was invested and actually worked to get this film made because of course they deserve their credit you credit is due where credit is due i think that's how people say it right yeah we'll work with that uh yeah so just that's in credits Let's hurry up and get to the outro, I won't keep you here longer than you actually need to be, so let's get into it. Okay, if you're here, you made it to the end, and you listened to the full podcast, I really want to say thank you, I actually really do try hard to get my words correct, I usually make scripts, strips, scripts, you know, dialogue, I write it beforehand sometimes I did that for most of this, and then some of it was just off the head because I was just like, I'm not about to sit here and write this whole film out because I really think you get some of the best ideas in your head when it's off the dome and in the moment. I feel like sometimes those are, like, the best ideas, and you can't always get that written down. So I just really want to thank you if you actually listen, and just thank you. Um, Next week, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. Oh, of course, it'll be more... On the lighter note, I know this album is very dark and very horrorcore in quotation marks, quotation marks, parentheses. You know what? You know what I'm trying to say. Um, we'll get back on the lighter note next week. I don't know what the podcast is going to be about next week, but no, it will be here. Uh, maybe Sunday. Uh, Cause I'm not trying to get it done on Saturday. I probably record on Saturday, edit it, get it out on Sunday. But once again, thank you. Peace out. It's your girl LG Savage. Your Floridian bass and music nerd. The one and only. Have a good day, good night, wherever you are. And I'll see you again next weekend.